You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to talk about the fact that charity season is underway. We're going to also uh, talk a little bit about what's coming up on the weekly podcast in a couple hours. That'll be posted. Of course, tons of you sent me that tweet yesterday by Barstool Rhea. I will go over that and my thoughts, even though Dave and I spent a good 10 minutes on it in today's podcast, um, Thursday podcast. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about Survivor and the challenge. And I will get to that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Earth Echoes Island Bliss. Now you can get the benefits of a well-balanced superfood green drink, but with a taste that will leave you craving more. Go to shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve and use promo code realitysteve and that will get you 15% off everything at Earth Echo Foods. That's earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve. Use promo code realitysteve and that will get you 15% off everything at Earth Echo Foods. Also brought to you by microdose.com. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com. Use code realitysteve. You're going to get 30% off your first order and free shipping. The links can be found in the show description wherever you listen to your podcasts. But again, it's microdose.com. Promo code realitysteve gets you 30% off your first order plus free shipping. All right, so mentioned briefly in the open there that Dave Neal is going to be my podcast guest on the Thursday podcast. We cover a lot. We cover Zach and the polarizing episode this past Monday. We go over what Barstool Rhea tweeted yesterday, which I'm going to go over in a second, and a very good conversation, but it's kind of a swap this week because as you're listening to this, I'm headed to California for the weekend. I'm going to be in Manhattan Beach for two days and then Orange County for two days, and on Friday, looks like I'm going to go meet Dave. I never met Dave before. We've spoken God knows how many times, but we've never met. I have not been to California outside of the one day last weekend where it was just for that party. Um, I have not been to California since I've known Dave. So um, I'm going to meet up with him on Friday afternoon. I guess we're going to record something in his car. Um, You know, Jerry Seinfeld has comedians in cars getting coffee. This will be podcasters in a Prius pontificating. And that's what we'll be doing. And you know, it's funny. Dave told me, you know, we'll we'll do something in a car. And I just, when I was interviewing him, you'll hear me say like, Oh, I guess we're just two podcasters in a Prius pontificating. I didn't even know he had a Prius. <laughs> I just, I just thought of a a car with a with a P on it, and uh, I was right. So, hey, that works. Podcasters in a Prius pontificating, and uh, I don't know when it'll go up, but we're recording it uh, on Friday. And the other thing that I wanted to get to was so yesterday. On the Daily Roundup and in my column, I said filming begins tonight, meaning Wednesday. However, we found out filming actually did begin on Tuesday night. I knew it wasn't Sunday once they didn't release the men until Saturday. I told you they don't they don't do it the next day. They've never done it in the history of them releasing men or women from the show. They wait at least three or four days before filming begins. 
They took it down on Monday, all the men on the Bachelorette Facebook page. Filming began on Tuesday night, and we know this because there was an article on ET Online. They interviewed Charity after her night one and wanted her opinion, and you know she gave the generic, it was a good night one, I'm a little giddy, definitely smitten, I have a good batch of boys, I was laughing the whole night, yada, yada. I mean, she's not going to give anything away. Um yeah, she said um, it was it was worth it. Um, she said she had no idea that it was going to be her when Jesse told her it was uh, it was going to be her. She was totally shocked. I'm so grateful and fortunate to be here. Um, she recognizes her role as an African American bachelorette. She's only the fourth one. Second. Um, she to step into this role as the fourth woman of color and the second monoracial African American bachelorette it is a huge role. I recognize that, although it is my journey, it is so much bigger than me because I'm carrying along a whole community of people who are looking up to me, and I'm representing that as well. I'm definitely not taking anything for granted. I'm really excited and very fortunate to be the fourth. She called her family right after landing the gig, and. She said she has spoken to Michelle, Becca, and Caitlin for advice. So it was an interview that was pretty generic, just uh, didn't give anything away. Not that we thought she would, she would, but never gave anything away about what happened on night one. But it was Tuesday because um, it definitely didn't happen Sunday night, and it definitely didn't happen Monday, and it didn't happen last night. So um, I And I do know that dates start today. So there will be dates today. Then Friday and Saturday's dates will be public, meaning the first or excuse me, the second rose ceremony will be Sunday. And then we know Monday is an after the final rose. So I guess that's when either they're going to have a date that day and she's going to have a date later on a night portion of that date after the after the final rose. I got to believe they're still going to bring her on the after the final rose to promote it. She'll be, you know, a week into filming by that point. She'll have already had at least one one-on-one. She'll have had a couple group dates. She'll have had her first impression rose given out. Again, she's not going to give anything out. And she's not going to give away any spoilers on the after the final rose. But I'm just curious to see if on the after the final rose, one, they bring her out. I, I got to believe they will. I, why would they not promote their next bachelorette on the after the final rose like they've always done, even though this is a different situation in that she's already started her filming. But two, she, unless, if they don't bring her out, I mean, is it part of a date? You know, is is something in the after the final row is going to be part of her date? Is, if, does she have a one-on-one date that day? I mean, they, they mix it up, you know. Last year, last season, with Zach, the first group of dates was two group dates and a one-on-one. And that one-on-one went to Christina. But then in episode three, which is at the point where Charity would be starting to film, that would be the beginning of episode three. If you go by Zach's season, he had two one-on-ones that episode and one group date. So if they are using that day as not an off day of filming and it's going to be incorporated into Charity's filming and they stick to the Zach schedule, that would be a one-on-one date. She'd be on a one-on-one date that day. It's very possible she just goes and films her 15-minute segment and then continues. Like, they do something during the day, she goes to that, films her 15-minute segment, and then they go to the after party of their date. Or the, you know, the, the night portion of their date. 
if they stick on the Zach schedule, which is two one-on-ones in episode three. Because remember, Zach had his one-on-one with Katie and Allie in episode three. So we'll see what happens. I mean, this is all just speculation at this point. We don't know for sure. But what I do know is it started Tuesday night. There is a date that starts today. And then Friday and Saturday's dates are public dates out to the public where you can. I I think it's probably too late to be part of the um, audience in that. But, hey, you never know. So I, I don't know the exact address. It's online somewhere where you can actually you know, try and be a part of them. The only thing I do know is next Tuesday's date, the 25th, is in San Diego. JoJo is going to be a part of it because she put it on her Instagram stories. But for this one, I believe it is just, huh, I, I, it's probably too late and I don't want to give the wrong email address and I don't even have it available. But uh, I do know that they reached out to people who have been on dates in the past to be a part of Friday and Saturday's date, there is going to be a public audience. But remember, last year when they did that, no pictures got out. And of the puppet group date, I was the only one that posted anything that happened on the puppet group date. And then that whole puppet group date ended up not even being shown on the show. The other public group date last season was the football date. And again, I had all your information from that date. And they only had a few pictures get out because you know it's weird sometimes on these group dates they say absolutely no pictures you have to you have to check your phone in when you check into the group date and then sometimes they just let people willy-nilly just record everything so I don't know I don't know what their policy is anymore but when they ask the fans to come out it's not really much of a spoiler if something gets out because that's a public date you know so I'll get you what I can if I can, and we can take it from there. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, the big thing yesterday that a lot of you sent me was this tweet from Barstool Rhea. And let me read it to you for those that didn't see it. It said, I have been sitting on a hot piece of information regarding the Bachelor finale. I have no idea what to do with it, where to go, who to tell. A monster has been created within. A daily struggle I'm having on whether or not to share it. And I know for a fact none of these spoiler websites have posted it because I had to look to see. I'm being told it's 100% true. I believe it 90%. What do I do? Okay, there's a lot to tackle here. I know a lot of you are asking me if I have heard anything about this. The answer is no. When Rhea posted that and you guys sent it to me, first I've heard of anything like that. Rhea 
in a subsequent YouTube video or a YouTube podcast, whatever it is. She ha- the only things that she has said about it is it is a this information is post filming and it has nothing to do with the final two women. Okay. Fine. The reason I guess See, here's the thing that I'm confused about. I don't know what her brand is doing by by doing this. I don't understand why she's doing it this way. If it is because she doesn't want to just put it out there because maybe people in that follow her don't want to know spoilers. Okay, I get it. But to be honest with you, nobody cares if you don't release it and then you tell us after the fact, oh yeah, that's what it is, after the finale airs on Monday night. Like, that's stupid. <laughs> nope. I, I, I don't understand that at all. Um, and I'm it, look, I'm not, and I, and I say this on the Dave podcast, I'm not saying like, hey, I'm the spoiler guy. I only, I'm the one that knows how to release spoilers or something like that. I'm actually giving her advice here. If you're going to do something like this, you either have to release it or no. Have I teased stuff before? Yes, but I haven't left people hanging. You've always gotten what I've told you is coming. Sometimes it comes the next day. Sometimes it comes in a few days. Sometimes it comes a week later when I have to gather more information. But I've never just teased something and never given it to you. That's stupid. I don't know what she's doing here. The other thing is, this doesn't even sound like something that she believes is, or uh, let me take that back. This doesn't even sound like something that she has vetted. Or if she did vet it, it's very little. She even says, I believe it 90%. So is this information that she had gotten, which seemingly, I believe she said, came from a random DM, what did she do to vet this? Like, if she doesn't want to spoil it herself and put this out there because she doesn't want it it, it attached to her or she doesn't want it um, any sort of possible spoiler that may be involved in this information... If she doesn't want it attributed to her because she doesn't want her followers to possibly see spoilers and she wants to give it to somebody else like she seems to be alluding to in that tweet, like, hey, what do I do with this? I know a lot of people tweeted at her, say, hey, give it to Reality Steve. Look, I have no problem. If Barstool Rhea wants to tell me this information, I'll absolutely accept it. But if you think I'm just going to run with it, you're an idiot. Like, I'm not going to just run with something that somebody tells me. And I don't understand what she has done since she has gotten this information. That would be something I would need to go over with her. Like, Rhea, who gave you this information? How legitimate are they? How do they know? Are they sure it's 100% true? And how are they sure it's 100% true? Like, I would go through a litany of questions before I would even relay it to you people. Because this is exactly the thing that you called me out for for years. Don't just throw something out there. And honestly, this is what she's doing. It sounds like she heard something from a random DM, wants to believe it, but has no idea if it's true, and now is just saying, I don't know what to do with it. That's the impression I'm getting. If there's more to it, please have her explain it a little bit more in detail without giving it away. Like, does she know for 100% certainty this is true? Did she vet the person? Did she ask a bunch of questions? Because that's how you vet. You ask questions, and if you can't get answers, then you don't reveal it. The amount of stuff that I have not ever revealed because when I started my vetting, it ended up being a bunch of nothing or they couldn't give me any proof. Honestly, this sounds like this sounds 
Rhea sounds like something that Dumois would do. Oh, I got an email tip, and it says, oh, this is, wow, this is juicy. And then, oh, my God, like Dumois just doesn't care. They just post anything because they literally have, <laughs> you know, their 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 bio on their on their Instagram page says they don't vet anything and they don't take any responsibility for what they post, which is just mind boggling to me. But, you know, you know, how you know, my feelings about Ducks Moy. So that's where it seems like we're at with Rhea, because I don't know any other details. No, she has not contacted me. If she does and she wants to give it to me, it's not like I'm going to just immediately post it. I'm going to have a litany of questions about this, whatever it is. But if it's post-filming and it has nothing to do with the final two women, which is what she said, I don't really know what this could be. You're asking me, do I have any idea? No. I haven't heard anything regarding anything post-show filming. So I don't really know what she's up to with this. I don't really understand her brand or what she's trying to accomplish by by teasing it the way she is. And, that, and it sounds like she's saying that, oh, if it happens... On Monday, and we hear about it on Monday, I'll tell you on Tuesday that this was it. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, boy. <laughs> I, I, honestly, the best thing to say is just you're a rookie. <laughs> like, you're not handling this right. Sorry. And I'm trying to help you out here. But, Rhea, you have to vet this before you post. If you're choosing, if you are going to post this anywhere, whether you decide to, you know what? Ultimately, I'm going to do this myself. I'm going to post it. I want credit for this. That's fine. But you better vet it because... This doesn't sound like you are. It sounds like you got something juicy, but even in your own tweet, you say, I only believe it 90%. Well, you have to believe it 100% before you post it. It's the way it works. You know? I, I mean, I, I, I hate to bring this up again, but we had an Instagram account that two weeks after the final rose ceremony posted, all my sources are telling me that Gabby wins Zach's final rose and she's the final girl. And then for three and a half months, I was laughed at. I was taken shots at by you-know-who. That person was behind my back. Trust me, I heard about it, saying, oh, when he does release his spoiler, it's just going to be repeating what I said. And, of course, my spoiler was 180 degrees different than theirs. And then they said, well, let me go check with my sources to see. And then have we heard anything since? No, because literally they had a 50 for 50 chance of being right, and they were wrong. Like, how embarrassing is that? The first time you try with a season-ending spoiler, you literally had the highest percentage of possibly being right. You had a 50-50 shot, and you still got it wrong. And then you basically did nothing, and you're just like, oh, I'm just going to move on and do the next season. It's like, okay, well, you really, you literally have zero credibility at this point. So, again, don't send me any of that stuff. I, You know, this Rhea stuff, again, what do you want me to do with this? It doesn't sound like she has even bothered to vet it. And if she did vet it, it's being done. She's vetted it very little. I suggest she asks a lot of questions to get that 90% up to 100%. And, but I can't, I can't help her with anything because I know nothing about this situation. I don't know who told her, but I would have at least five or six questions of who is this person that told you? How do they know? Did they show you any proof or did they just tell you and say you have to take their word for it? If you have to take their word for it, who are they in this situation? It's like there's so many questions. And because she seems to be new to getting dirt or gossip or juice, doesn't seem to know how to handle it. And 
that's the way you got to do it when you get information like this. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very easy to, uh, to say you want to run with something and you want to, and you want to give a spoiler, but when you have something that's that big, again, once again, somebody else has something and immediately everybody sends it to me about, Oh, can you get this? Or, Oh, have you heard about this? And it's like, yeah, I don't know what to say to this because I know nothing about it. If she wants to give it to me, by all means, I'll listen, but I'm going to have to vet it. It might not even be true. Remember when Ducks Moy in January said, oh, by the way, after I can't remember who got divorced, who got divorced in January. Um, and then they said, oh, another couple's getting ready. They're waiting for this divorce to die down. Remember when you all sent that to me? Has there been a divorce since then? No. And it's been two months since that was posted on Des Moines. So again, these people just run with stuff and there's zero repercussions. It drives me up a wall. And you could say, Steve, but you used to do that. Yeah, used to. <laughs> Past tense. I have not done that in years. I don't run with information that I don't believe to be true and without a serious vetting process. It's burned me in the past. I've made mistakes in the past, and I've done my best to correct those. But when you have stuff out there where anybody can say anything and, oh, I know who wins this season, and then when it doesn't end up being true, it's just like, oh, okay, well, oh, well. Like, could you imagine if I gave that response that the Instagram account did once they realized they were wrong about Gabby being the final one? Can you imagine the response that I would get if I gave that response to, oh, oh, well, ho-hum, on to the next season. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's just, it's hilarious. It's, it's, it's downright funny, and it just goes to show that what I do isn't very easy. If it was, everybody would be doing it. And every season, 10, 20, 30, 50, 500, 5,000 sites would be putting out the same spoiler every season. Yet every single season, there's only one site that's doing it consistently. Bingo. Now, let's talk a little Survivor. Uh, good episode last night. Again, uh, and I'll just say this. Look, I'm sure Carolyn is a lovely mother. I'm sure she's a lovely woman. I have nothing against her. I did not know her from Adam up until four weeks ago when the show premiered. But to me, she's incredibly annoying to watch on television. I don't like her. I don't care for her. I'm just like, get her off my screen. But it's really looking like she's going to last longer than I thought she would. And, you know, she made the fake idol that Sarah didn't end up using. Sarah, in her exit interview last night, is like, man, I left with an idol in my pocket. Little does she know. I mean, obviously she knows now. This was filmed, you know, close to a year ago. She knows now that she had a fake idol. But at the time, yeah, it would have been really nice of her to use that idol because then we could have been like, oh, wow, it's pulled a fast one. So Carolyn is at least thinking out there. She definitely did something that shook up the game, you know, made Sarah think that she had a real idol. And if Sarah would have played it, she would have gone home anyway. But I'm just, uh, the, the facial expressions, it's so over the top and it so seems like she's playing a character. And again, like I said, I don't know her. Maybe this is how she is in real life. I'm just saying when I watch it, I find it annoying. That's it. Now, going forward, I thought that was a pretty interesting twist to not only have the three people leave the tribes last night after the immunity challenge, or was it after reward? Uh, no, it was after, uh, yeah, it was after reward. 
They each were given an immunity idol, but then they had to go to a new tribe. Thought that was interesting. I got to believe that the the tribes had to think like, well, this person obviously new to the tribe is always clearly going to be on the bottom. They must have given him some sort of immunity. Kind of like when Chris Underwood came back on the show on whatever season that was and immediately had immunity because it wouldn't have made sense because he hadn't been on the show for two or three weeks. Everyone had already established alliances. Clearly, he wasn't going to get in and obviously be in the majority alliance. So um, we'll see how that plays out. I think, you know, the merge is going to happen in probably two or three more weeks. And um, I- I'm looking forward to it. I like I-, I like everything that I've seen so far. Well, <laughs> except Carolyn. I, I just it- it's not she's not for me. That's all. It's- that's all I can put it. Now, the challenge on Paramount Plus, I hope you've been watching they release their episodes on Wednesdays, and you know, once again, I, I, I don't, I have no idea about the spoilers on this show, but it's pretty obvious. Even though there is some rumblings among the USA teams, and I know Danny and Sarah want to throw the big boys in, and they want to throw the legends in. I still think inevitably we're probably getting a final with most people that we're familiar with, which I'm fine with. I don't care if Bananas gets to another final. I don't care if I'm just thinking of who else is on the U.S. teams. Uh, I I don't know the teams just yet, but if it's an all-U.S. final, I'm fine with that. But it is interesting that every single season there's always this talk in the beginning of the season of let's get them out. Let's get the little boy. Let's go after the legends. And then they just never end up doing it ever because if you put a legend in early and they come back you're going in the next time they have a vote so if you go after a Jordan or a Wes like they wanted to like Sarah and Danny were thinking of but ultimately decided to stick with the U.S. votes you put you throw Jordan in he wins in the I don't know what's it called this it's not the zone I don't know what it's called they change it every season but it's you know if you go into a, a challenge there at the end of the show and Jordan wins, well, whoever threw him in is is dead meat. They're going in next. And that's why people are scared. It's a numbers game. I get it. But it's almost like stop talking about it if you're not going to do it. At least this early. If you want to pull it off later, fine. But, it, you know, it really does seem like the 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 – the foursome of Danny, or the threesome at least, of Danny, Ben, and Sarah want to go after the legends. But one of the legends, Bananas, has Justine as his partner. And I think Justine is, is she still battling of, well, which side am I on here? Is she with Bananas? Is she not with Bananas? I know she was on his podcast last week, so I, I got to believe they're not on bad terms. So I don't know how it's going to play out, but I just feel like we get this every single season and every single season pretty much plays out. The first few episodes are the weakest players and the players that we don't know the best are gone. Granted, Nelson was gone last week, but that's because of his partner and he was short on a numbers game. But this early in the season, let's just say, I mean, I don't know the teams well enough, but let's just say, one of the U.S. team, what one of the legends teams finishes last, so they're automatically in. And then they would they really put two legends teams against them? It would probably be the smart thing to do, but would it ever happen? 
Probably not, <laughs> you know. So anyway, uh, we'll see how it plays out. Still plenty of time left in, in this season. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. Remember, the Sports Daily comes up in about an hour. I've got some gambling notes on all your Sweet 16 games. And then in two hours, my weekly interview, podcast number 331 with Dave Neal. A lot we cover. We cover Zach. We cover the Barstool Rhea stuff. We unfortunately talk about Reddit. And I have a disclaimer and a warning uh, to Reddit from this point going forward. So I'm sure they'll spend all day talking about that because they love talking about me. And in case you didn't notice, since January 1st of this year, today is the first day that I have written or said the word Reddit on any podcast or any column. I purposely made it a note this year that I wasn't going to talk about them after they got involved in my personal life back in October. And I've stuck to that until today. But it is relevant today because we do talk about a situation that happened online with Brianna Medea and what she did to trolls that made her life miserable on Reddit. And so that's why I, I, um, what would, what would be the best way to describe it? I uh, ended my retire, my Reddit retirement or, um, vocabulary. I, I, I let it back into my vocabulary for a day. Um, and now they're going to spend all day talking about me because that's what they love to do. Like, I talk about the show and spoil the show, and Reddit talks about me. That's the way it works. So have a field day, Reddit. I know you're going to talk about me all day. Have fun. I will be in California hanging out with friends, having a good time, and not thinking about you at all. But I hope you listen, and I hope you pay real good attention to what Dave and I talk about, and I hope you heed my warning going forward. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple Podcasts. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.